I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts, and your host for today. In the studio with me is the President and CEO of the Delaware Alliance for Nonprofit Advancement, Sheila Bravo. Welcome, Sheila. Hello, Paul. It's great it's, to be here. It's great having you here wearing a new hat now. I am, yes. Uh, I think the last time we talked in the studio, you were... You were connected with the Rehoboth Art League, but you've now expanded to a broader scope of the nonprofit sector with the Delaware Alliance for Nonprofit Advancement, which we'll probably be referring to as Dana as, as we talk this morning. Uh, it's great having you with us. Uh, we're here in part to talk about one of the upcoming workshops that you're, you are sponsoring in conjunction with the Nonprofit Finance Fund, a workshop for nonprofit organizations on financial management for nonprofit sustainability. But before we go into the specifics of that, uh, you're relatively new to Dana. I think you came in, what, in August 2015, I believe? September. September? Okay, so about six months ago. Uh, tell us a little bit about what brought you to Dana and uh, what, you're, what you've learned so far, uh, what new uh, visions you have or, or observations you have about the broader nonprofit sector since you came to Dana. Okay, I'll, I'll try to be brief because that's a very big topic. Uh, my, my reason for moving to Dana, um, while I, when I first joined the Rehoboth Art League, I was pursuing a PhD and have since finished that in um, leadership. Um, and my focus area was nonprofit board governance. So I uh, had been very familiar with Dana over the years. The Rehoboth Art League, as many art organizations, are members of Dana. And Dana's purpose is really to support nonprofits, to help advance them, to help strengthen them by offering a variety of different services, such as the training you mentioned, as well as consulting. We bring nonprofit leaders together, which, uh, believe it or not, is is probably one of the, the, the greatest ways that we can help, because when you find out who else is out there, it creates great opportunities for partnerships. And uh, so I um, have, have really loved the nonprofit sector. Prior to being at the Art League, I was a consultant and providing strategic planning and board governance consulting. And uh, so when the opportunity presented itself that I could work with Dana, I, I, I couldn't help but say, oh, I'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Dana has actually, it's, it's our 30th anniversary this year, so we've been around for 30 years and um, have worked with nonprofits from as small as folks just getting off the ground up to multi-million dollar organizations. And so my first couple of months, I've really tried to go out into uh, the communities around Delaware and meet with many nonprofit leaders, uh, with board leaders, as well as uh, our government partners. Uh, the nonprofit sector works very closely with a variety of different department agencies uh, here in the state. And um, part of, of what they do together is to serve the citizens of Delaware. So what have I, what have I learned? Well, <clears throat> that's, that could take hours. So I'll, let me see if I can uh, make it short. I would say, first of all, that Delaware is very fortunate to have a, uh, a robust uh, robust diversity of nonprofits. Um, they range from uh, the variety of different art organizations that are around the state, which which I've been part of for the last five years. Also, though, uh, the park systems, um, though they're the state park systems, they're nonprofit agencies that support and um, help to uh, in- enhance the parks themselves. They're environmental groups, uh, nonprofits that support um, animal welfare, 
And then certainly in the health and human services area, you have nonprofits that are helping support people who are impacted by cancer. You have the hospital systems. And then, of course, education, where you have the universities, after-school programs, and um, and I'm sure I'm missing many. Um, Dana has... Um, worked with a lot of these organizations over the years in helping to um, work with their leadership in board governance training as well as strategic planning and uh, and financial management opportunities and and that's really important uh, for Delaware because just if you look at overall trends the the leadership um, demographically is is aging, so we have a lot of strong leaders in the nonprofit sector that are going to be retiring soon. So how are nonprofits preparing themselves for the next generation of leadership? What kind of bench strength do they have in their organizations? The ability to look beyond today, um, often nonprofits, since, and having worked in the arts, I know this, uh, sometimes, you know, you're really focused on the day-to-day because there's so much to do, but, but really long-term sustainability is a really important uh, uh, element of leadership planning and, and the board's work for nonprofits. And so that has become a very important area of focus for many nonprofits. And, and then that leads to financial sustainability. And uh, the recession, it, it, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it was actually nine years ago that the recession hit. And like the arts organizations, many nonprofits across the state had to dip into their cash reserves. Some, many of them lost their cash reserves. And it's been a long, long recovery back. And the government, both at the federal and the state level, helped out during the crisis period, but those funding sources are going away as the crisis has ended, uh, at least on the big picture horizon, but the nonprofits have not themselves rebounded completely back to where it was. And so how do you understand, uh, first of all, your current financial position, but more importantly, how can you uh, sustain your organization over the long run as you look at sources of revenue, as you look at ways in which you can manage the organization itself. And so those are those are issues that are out there that um, nonprofit leaders have shared with me. And one of the things that, Dana, uh, we wanted to do is, is how can we help? How can we help provide uh, perspective and best practices around those issues? And so the, the workshop that you mentioned, the Nonprofit Finance Fund, out of out of Boston is an example of that where we're bringing them down thanks to support from Discover Bank and uh, offering that to nonprofits across the state. So we're really excited to be able to, to help the nonprofit leadership think about this very important issue. Mm-hmm. And that workshop is coming up on Friday, April 15th, I believe, correct? At eight, from 8.30 to 4 p.m. in Dover. Uh, and is there a way for uh, arts administrators to register for that? Absolutely. Uh, in fact, uh, you can go to our website, DelawareNonprofit.org, and um, and then you can sign right in, um, right under the uh, calendar. It'll list that program. And we... Uh, 
there's actually two different topics that are going to be covered that day. The morning session is a, uh, a wonderful kind of 101 basics. So for nonprofit leaders, nonprofit treasurers, board members who may not be uh, either want to brush up on their skills, but more importantly, to understand some of the unique characteristics about nonprofit financials that are different than the for-profit financial world. Uh, this that workshop is really geared towards that to give a very broad perspective on how to read financials, how to manage the the financials in an organization. The afternoon workshop is uh, on the long term sustainability. Uh, conversation. And Nonprofit Finance Fund has done a lot of studies across the country. And they're, they're very familiar with some of the different ways in which nonprofits can look at their financial capital. So it's a more strategic conversation. And we'll be looking at different um, ways in which you can fund initiatives beyond just uh, cash, you know, there's there's um, pay-as-you-go. There's a whole bunch of different types of things that they're going to bring forward to help nonprofit leaders understand options that they have available to them. There, there is this. I I know in our work with arts organizations, there is a not uncommon assumption that a nonprofit organization should not have a positive balance at the end of the year; that they should always break even. Could you could you speak to the problem with that myth? Absolutely. <laughs> First of all, the tax exempt status has nothing to do with profitability. That tax exempt status is a recognition that the organization was formed by the community for the community to benefit the community. And and so that's why, for example, there's a nonprofit board, because the community is there to not only help that organization uh, be sustainable, but also to um, uh, monitor and make sure it fulfills its mission. The the profitability element actually is something that we really should be striving for, especially for arts organizations that have a lot of capital. Many of them have theaters. They have uh, facilities and property. The education world has that, certainly health and human services. You have to have the ability to set aside reserves over time so that when a crisis happens, such as the recession that we had a couple years ago, or your HVAC system goes, that you're not in a point where you don't have any money to do anything. And so the the best practice is to, to work on a budget management system that allows you each year to put aside some funds. It's not easy, and uh, certainly there are years where that may not happen, but that's ultimately the goal. And something that I learned years ago actually attending a nonprofit finance fund training uh, was that you, you really actually want to see if you can generate enough revenue over your expenses so that you could set aside uh, the the value of your depreciation so that over time you build a little um, kitty so that when you do have those unexpected uh, capital costs you can you can help pay for it the other thing is that the the assumption that well this year we didn't make money but I'm sure well next year you don't know that's going to happen and if you're an organization that relies very heavily on uh, fundraising that that can put greater risk and pressure on your organization to to spend more time trying to get money rather than spending time on your mission. So just from a mission sustainability standpoint, the more that an organization can plan for positive cash flow, uh, that ultimately will help them move towards long-term sustainability. 
I, I want to pursue this line of, of thought, but first remind our listeners that you're tuned into Delaware uh, uh, State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is the President and CEO of the Delaware Alliance for Nonprofit Advancement, Sheila Bravo. We've been talking about our, the nonprofit sector uh, and uh, some of the challenges it faces. Uh, as in talking about capitalization and, and setting aside cash reserves, uh, you made a point which I, I think is interesting. For the, for the nonprofit organization that owns a building, they know that in 10, 15 years, the roof is going to have to be replaced. So if you're not budgeting money, setting money aside, you know, over time, somehow that new roof is going to have to be paid for, or the new HVAC system, or or whatever the case may be, you know, repaving the parking lot or, or whatever. So what you're talking about is ideally an organization is in a position where it can budget for a, a profit, a surplus each year, and set that side in some kind of a board-designated reserve fund or, or something along those lines, right? Absolutely, and I would extend it past the uh, physical capital, and right. I would look at your human capital. Mm-hmm. We know that the uh, the employee costs are going to continue to rise, one, because you want to value and retain good employees, so you're going to want to give them raises, recognizing cost um, costs go up in in the community. Also, benefits. Uh, that is a significant uh, increase in expense over the last several years that nonprofits, if you're not planning for that, again, you, you don't want to be in a position that you have to reduce the number of people to do the work that you need to do because you don't have the cash flow. So the the reserves allow you to strategically look at how do we ultimately want to fulfill our mission over time and what kind of uh, reserves do we need to have in place so that when we run into an unexpected cost or, or an increase, we're prepared to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, in your work with Dana, um, as, as you work with organizations, what are some of the benchmarks that you look at uh, to determine the, the health of an organization beyond just the financial? Well, um, and again, I, I will credit the Nonprofit Finance Fund because they uh, they run every year they do a fabulous report on the state of the sector that pulls the 990s and surveys then organizations across the country. And then they also do it, uh, they pull out a segment for Delaware. So a couple of things that um, that you can, that you look for is, um, well, certainly uh, positive or negative uh, margin at the end of the year, uh, the number of months of cash in reserves, um, issues around uh, funding, so for nonprofits that have a high percentage of their revenue that is with government agencies, to what degree are those government agencies paying on time? Um, that is, and, and particularly in some states, has become a big concern when governments do not pass budgets, then nonprofits don't get paid. Um, the other would be uh, sustainability of the leadership, um, is they are there audits in place? Um, an audit is is an important document because it allows a third party to objectively look and to ensure that there are no risks, and and they can be a great resource for nonprofits who may not have internally financial expertise. So, uh, having an audit on hand is also very important. Yeah, as as a leader of let's suppose I'm the head of a nonprofit 
Arts Organization. I'm an executive director. What considerations should I and the board have for the makeup of the board to have a, a, a healthy board? Well, the we first of all, I just give a little plug for Dana. We offer a uh, program called um, Board Excellence, which is based on the Standards for Excellence, which is an accreditation for transparency and accountability for nonprofits. And so, within within the Board Excellence, and we talk about um, the diversity of your board. And I would start with the diversity of your board. The community is made up of many diverse people. They bring different perspectives and different talents. And so you it's always good to have a diverse board for that very reason. The other thing is to look at where your mission is and who's passionate about your mission and are those people on your board. Um, certainly people who are passionate about a cause are tend are going to want to put their energy and their time into helping the organization be successful. And then I would say that understanding to what degree are the board members able to, capable and confident, to monitor the things on the organization that need to be monitored, but also to provide resources. And resources is, is certainly includes cash and money, but it also includes strategy. It also includes being ambassadors out in the community, promoting the organization, and helping to recruit new board members. Mm-hmm. So the board is a, is, is a very important component of long-term sustainability for a nonprofit organization. Great. Let's turn to this workshop, the upcoming workshop, Financial Management for Nonprofit Sustainability. What are some of the topics that the Nonprofit Finance Fund will be addressing? In the in the morning session, it will start off talking about um, some of the differences between for-profit and nonprofit financial management. Um, <clears throat> those of us who've come out of the for-profit world, we never had to think about restricted funds or unrestricted funds. And so that has an added complexity when it comes to managing uh, what your actual cash position is for an organization. The uh, typical types of reports that communicate the financial position of an organization, including a balance sheet, profit and loss statement, um, program, pro formas, that type of thing, as well as uh, understanding cash flow and and cash flow management. So those are examples of some of the uh, topics that will be covered in the morning session. And then in the afternoon, I'm looking forward to it uh, because I've not had um, this particular type of training, but really what are some of the uh, new ways in which organizations are looking to fund social uh, uh, social innovation? Uh, what are other ways in which you can secure cash? One of the things that I've learned as I've traveled around the state is that we have nonprofits whose mission is to provide uh, contingency funding for other nonprofits. Mm. So when you're trying to, let's say you do end up having uh, an HVAC system that uh, needs to be repaired, there are organizations that you could uh, possibly reach out to that could maybe provide a bridge loan. Or if you have to a massive capital campaign that you want to do and you need to get uh, or you want to remortgage, there are organizations that help nonprofits with that as well. So we have even within Delaware nonprofits that are here to help support the financing uh, opportunities for other nonprofits. Mm -hmm. So this workshop is coming up on Friday, April 15th. That's tax day, isn't it? It is. (laughs) But, but since we're nonprofits, we don't right. have to worry about that's that. Right. I, you know that we do need to file 990s. Just that want to say correct. that. Oh, yes, we know. <laughs>
So Friday, April 15th from 8.30 to 4 p.m. in Dover. Uh, where in Dover is it going to be held? Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But it's on your website. I know it is on, on the website. website. DelawareNonprofit.org. So uh, uh, people interested in the workshop can go there. I know a number of arts organizations have signed up to attend because we consider this kind of training so important for arts organizations, that is the Delaware Division of the Arts, that we, uh, we are actually helping to subsidize some registrations for arts administrators because we uh, greatly value our partnership with Dana and the, the training that you uh, and counseling that you provide to the nonprofit sector, particularly the arts. So we're grateful for that. We've, we've got about a minute left. I, I'm, if you could just in a nutshell uh, sort of summarize what you see as some of the challenges facing uh, the nonprofit sector in terms of, of financial sustainability. Well, I, I think the, the reality is that we are experiencing uh, the resources that are available for nonprofits from the typical places that we like to go for funding, grants, through foundations, corporate foundations, and even even the state government, that uh, the trends are continuing to shift where the funding priorities are and, in some cases, shrink. And so for uh, arts leaders as well as for other nonprofit leaders is ha- recognize that, uh, that the people who have the funding resources that are available may not necessarily be the ones that you have in the future. And so diversifying your your funding uh, sources is a very important thing for long-term sustainability and hope that this workshop will provide some um, opportunities to think strategically and maybe to think different about uh, how you do things today. Well, this has been very informative, Sheila. I'm really glad you were able to come in today to talk not only about the workshop but also about the work that, that Dana does and, and the nonprofit sector in general. Uh, I'm sure you are appreciative of Discover Bank for helping to support this and the role that Nonprofit Finance Fund plays and also providing some just excellent uh, training opportunities for the Delaware nonprofit sector. And thank you, Paul, and thank you to the Delaware Division of the Arts for, for the leadership that you've taken, your organization, in helping arts organizations increase their capacity. Well, it's our pleasure. Thanks again for joining us.